starting a new series called The Fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. What I see the purpose in this in this new book that we're going to be going through is to uh, draw us into a closer relationship with God. It's to draw us into a place to where we really we really really know God. So the title of my Sunday school lesson is Who is Our God? Because when we talk about the fear of the Lord, we're not talking about being afraid of God. Because, you know, God said that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So if he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, then he doesn't want us to be afraid. So the fear that we're talking about is a holy reverence for God. It's recognizing who our God is and having respect and honor and reverence for who he is. And uh, I'm going to read a little bit in this book. <coughs> This is a book by John Bevere, and he, uh, he had gone to a meeting. He had in, been invited to a meeting to speak at a, at a meeting. It wasn't an evangelistic meeting. It was a church leadership, you know, pastor's Christian meeting. And this is what he wrote in, in here. He got to the place where he was going, he said, once inside, I was ushered directly to the platform. The auditorium, which held approximately 4,000 people, was full. The platform was rocking with high-intensity praise music. The music quality was very good, for the musicians were skilled and flowed well together. The singing was also excellent. The leaders gifted with very good voices. He says, yet I noted, I quickly noted a complete absence of the Lord's presence. Hmm. As I scanned the crowd and musicians and thought, where is God? So immediately I questioned Lord, where is your presence? And as I waited for his reply, see, I, I just saw something when I was looking at that earlier. Right there, he asked God right in the middle of all this where his presence was. And he was waiting for his reply. That, that tells me something. He knew God. He expected God to answer him. says, I noticed what was happening in the building. Through the bright lights from the platform, I could see the pe people 
milling about. Many stood with their eyes open, looking at something or someone in the building. Many appeared to be bored. Their hands were thrust in, into their pockets or hung heavy at their sides. Everything about their body postures and countenance gave the appearance of a casual crowd waiting patiently for a show to begin. Hmm. Just think about that for a minute. When we come to church, how, how many of us, that's our attitude? Really. We're waiting for a show to begin. We're waiting to see what God is going to do. There's nothing wrong with wanting to see what God is going to do. But if that's our whole purpose, we're, we're come to church to see if God's going to heal so-and-so today. There's something wrong there. <laughs> Not saying anything. But we, we say, you know, that that's, I'm coming with expectation, and we are supposed to come with expectation, but not, but we are not supposed to come and sit back and wait. I'm gonna stop right there. No, you don't. You don't have to. <laughs> this is. Well, I didn't know what God was stirring in me, but He began to stir it back sometime last year several months ago I don't know if y'all remember uh, on one Sunday morning I was going to give the announcements I was going to tell about prayer and you know what's going on through the week you know because we have prayer on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays but that morning when I got up to share that, this is what God gave me a new way to present it. Now I'll tell you, I got up there and said, this, this is what the bulletin says. We have prayer on this day, this day, and this day at this time. But then God told me to present it like this. We have a scheduled meeting with the Most High God. I don't remember all the words that I said, but we have a meeting with the Creator of heaven and earth. God has scheduled a meeting on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to meet with us, the Creator of heaven and earth, God Almighty. What did that do to your perspective of prayer? changes it completely. It changed it in me. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and Fridays no longer became just we're going to go to prayer today out of obligation. It became an opportunity to meet with our Heavenly Father, to meet with the one that created everything. I knew I had an appointment to go meet with the Creator God. I'm going to prepare myself for that meeting. I'm yeah. not going to just go, you know. 
we know he's going to show up because he says we're, we're two or three are gathered, he's going to be there. But you're right. We go because we know he's going to be there. And he's invited us to be there. And we're going to go. We're going to go prepared. We're not going to just come in haphazardly. And that's, that's what I've begun to, what God has begun to show me personally. And I know, and I know it's not just for me. And we can come to prayer and things like that. When we call them just prayer, and we don't really have a revelation of God, then we will come in haphazardly. We will come in like we're waiting for a show to begin. We'll come in out of just, well, obligation. I'm an elder in the church. I'm expected to be at prayer. That's it hadn't got nothing to do with I know God and he's He's going to meet with me today. It changes the whole perspective. It changed the way I saw prayer. It makes you want to be there then. And like Elder Barbara said, you prepare yourself ahead of time. It, it's, it's like, and I know this may not be a great example, but if I was going to go meet with Dr. Morris Cirillo, if he called me and says, I, want to, I would like to just talk to you today, I would drop everything I'm doing. If I was scheduled to go in to work at the mill, I would, I would take a day off. I'd call him and say, uh, I'm not going to be there today. I'm fixing to meet with this mighty man, this mighty prophet of God. I would prepare myself for that. And God is much higher than that. As high as Dr. Morris Cirillo is, God is higher than that. I remember one Sunday morning, so this has been a progression. I, uh, I got up to, again, to introduce the service, to start the service and greet the people. And God had me to basically say that this is God's house. This is, we come to meet with him. This is where he lives. And he has invited us to come here this morning to have an encounter with him. That changes the whole perspective of what Sunday morning is all about. Instead of, this is my obligation, I'm going to come to church and maybe by 12.30 I can get out and go have me a chicken leg. Mm-hmm. Instead of, God says, I want to meet with you today. It makes you want to stay until God says, well, y'all are released. You can go, you can go now. So, Job 13, 15, this is what Job says when he, he was going through all of this stuff and his, his so-called friends were giving him counsel. He said, though he slay me, 
yet will I trust in him. Job could not make that statement. Job could make that statement because he knew God. You know, that's, that's be a hard statement to make. But when you really know your God, you can make that statement. Leviticus chapter 10, verse 3. This is what God says. It says, I will be sanctified. I will be holy in them that come nigh me. Before all the people, I will be glorified. To fear God, we have to really know God. That's what I'm getting, what I'm seeing. We cannot really have a fear and a holy respect for, for God if we really don't know God. All you have to do is look at people. If they, they are, people use God's name in vain, that's because they, why would they do that? You think they're just vile? They don't know God. If they really knew God, they would not want to use his name in vain. Not out of fear. Not out of being afraid they're going to be struck down, but out of respect. So let's, I looked up some of the names of God in the Old Testament. Let's see if any of them, well, let me say this. The names of God, this is what I, something I saw. The names of God that we know are the ones we have experienced. You ever notice that? The names of God that you know are the ones that you have really had an encounter with, that you've experienced somehow, some way. One of the names of God in the Old Testament is El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty. El Elyon, the Most High God. Adonai, Lord Master. Yahweh, Lord Jehovah. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord My Banner. Jehovah Rosh, the Lord my shepherd. Most of us have experienced that one anyway, to some degree, the Lord my shepherd. I mean, if you've prayed and asked God for guidance and he give it to you, he was your shepherd. So we have experienced that. We know that we can seek God and that this, this part of God, we know this part of God. We know that he's going to come through. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. Some of you know this part of God. Some of you know this part of God physically because you have experienced it. We know this part of God mentally because we have experienced mental healing. And emotional healing. So we know this part of God. How about Jehovah? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Shama. The Lord is there. Jehovah Sitkanu. The Lord our righteousness. 
See, it takes a revelation to get to understand that God is our righteousness. When people first get saved, they don't understand. Or some people have think they've done so much bad stuff that they can't can't never be in right standing before God. But God said that He is our righteousness. It takes a revelation to get that. Jehovah, I'm not even going to pronounce that one. The Lord who sanctifies you. El Olam, the everlasting God. Elohim, just God. And then he, he's a jealous God. And here's another one that most of us know. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. We've all, most of us have experienced his provision. We've experienced him come through when we need something. See, and when, we've, when we have had an encounter and an experience with him, that's when we can know. We know that part of God. And that's when we can we really fear God and reverence God in that area. How about Jehovah Shalom? The Lord is peace. You ever been through a situation and God give you a word and peace comes? Situation hasn't changed. But peace comes. That's because you've got a revelation on this. How about Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts? The Lord of hosts is basically is the Lord of war, the God that fights for us. We've all experienced that. We experienced that. If you haven't, come to prayer on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And Friday, you will experience that. If y'all have any comments, or if you would like to share, share an aspect of God that you know. Now, I know you know something. <laughs> A revelation of God, a name of God, let me put it that way, a name of God that you really, really know. You really talk about uh, the Lord of peace, Shalom. Uh, I was a hollerer and a fighter, and uh, the Lord of peace come in and changed my whole atmosphere of my home and me first and then my home followed. And so I can really talk about the Lord of peace and how that um, he just comes in and brings peace even in the in the hardest battles that we would face. We can go through with uh, a confidence and knowing that he is our peace and he is our provider. And he's everything that we need, really. Do they have one that's all the above? Because, you know, I kind of... Because you come to know him. The more you know him, the more that you fear him and fall in love with him and so um, being in this walk in the Lord for 20 years I, I believe I've tasted of of some of all the above you know um, can't say I know it completely but I've tasted of the Lord and he is good amen 
Amen. To really keep it, um, not to have a revelation, but I um, had a, it wasn't even a situation, just something, you know, that I, I wanted some direction in, and um, I just put it before him and then participated, you know, in the service and, and whatever he spoke for the kids. And then at some point during that conference, I heard almost an audible voice that just shook my whole being. You know, it wasn't soft. It was gentle and um, strict at the same time. It wasn't like a harsh voice, but it was just a powerful thing that I knew I had to take serious. It wasn't... There was no debating. There was no figuring out. It was just about six words with so much authority that I personally had never really experienced that part. You know, I've, I hear it when we cast out spirits and when we come against principalities, but to have it speak to me about something to do, I knew that I could not leave that word and not take it so seriously. So... It was the authority of God, but I'm not sure the word that you would, you know, say like Jehovah Jireh or whatever. But since that moment, I can still feel that authority, even though it was Michelle, this, 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 this. But when I feel him come on me to um, confront or take authority in the spirit or just in the natural, it's much more... It's, it's easier, you know, to recognize with that part of God being made so relevant to me, I guess. Amen. Pastor Michelle made a point right there. She said it was easier. It was easier to confront. It's easier when God tells her to do something. And that's because she knows God in that area right now. It's easier to take a stand when the enemy comes against you in an area that you really know God in. It's like Pastor Cindy talking about she really knows God, the God of peace. It does not matter what hell brings against her. She can walk in peace because she knows that aspect of God. And I don't know really the name for what Pastor Michelle, for that, except the very first one, it's El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. He's the one that speaks in authority. He's the one. In Isaiah, has anybody else got a name of God that's really, that's really just set in stone in their spirit? Right. See that—that's what we got to get to. We got to get to where these names of who God is are just really just—they're just set in stone in us. I have to say that um, over the past two years, I've I've gotten to know, I've gotten a better revelation of 
Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Before that point, I was just making it. And then after that, it's like, it takes a little bit more to shake me, but I'm, I'm still pursuing a full revelation of who he is in all aspects. And I want the Lord who provides in all areas. And to me, when I hear, as I've been praying this week, the Lord will provide, the Lord provides all. He, you know, not just money. He provides healing. He provides uh, wisdom. He provides peace. He, the Lord will provide whatever it is that you need, you know, um, restoration. So I'm just pursuing the, 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 the Lord, my provider, who provides all that I have need of. I heard uh, someone preaching once, and I don't know how true this is, but it kind of made a lot of sense. You know, God is known as I am, and he said, I am that. You need healing? I am that. You need money? I am that. I, am, I like that. I am that I am. I am whatever you need. I just, I love the revelation that you're getting, getting at with that true fear of the Lord comes from knowing him, knowing who he is, knowing, knowing what he is, knowing him intimately and in, especially in particular areas, because I think sometimes we, we can be afraid of the Lord, but if we're afraid of him, we don't really know him. Amen. And if I'm not afraid of him at all and I treat him as common, I don't really know him because the Bible says uh, um, that we made God into the image of, uh, of man and we're foolish in that. And it does make us foolish, you know, if, if my whole idea is of Jesus is Jesus is my homeboy or something, you know, they have those those t-shirts and I get my tattoo of Jesus and I'm and I'm super holy but it's uh, but in in just knowing him I have all the reverence I have all the respect and I also have all of the intimacy with him that I can truly that I truly fear him it's and I'm I'm getting a revelation of what that word means in this context because it because it, it's all because it's respect and reverence but it's also love and admiration and intimacy um when you just said i would if somebody's taking the lord's name in vain I, it's because they don't know of course it's because they don't know him of course it is it's not even about what they're not afraid of him it's because i don't i don't know him amen because if you really know him you're not going to want to take his name in vain Thank you for that. Uh, I know him as my protector. Uh, I know him as a lot of things like Pastor Cindy say, but as my protector where I didn't have to fight my battles no more. I used to thought I did. And then when I saw him fight my battles, I didn't have to worry about it no more. So that gave me a peace. That's when the peace, that peace came too because he can fight my battle way greater, better, 
awesome than I can. Amen. See, she knows him as the Lord of hosts. You know, when Pastor Casey, you got another one? When Pastor Casey was speaking, it reminded me of something. Because we say a lot of things about God with our mouths. You know, that's what I got wrote here. It says, you know, we hear people claim stuff in the Bible. They pick out stuff. My God is this. My God is this. Type amen. And you're going to get this and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. But there's one thing I have never found in the Bible. And I wrote this. There is no name for God that means puppet on a string. This, this just, I know God is this, and I know God is that. There's usually some conditions that go along with lining up with what his name says. And it's not just, I'm a child of God, so I'm also a spoiled brat. So I expect my daddy to give me everything. <laughs> Queen of Sheba. does not operate that way. I'll, uh, I remember years ago, I mean a long time ago, I was, I did not really know God as more than enough. I taught him it's more than enough. I taught lots of times that he was more than enough. But never knew, really knew God is more than enough. But I remember it like it was happening yesterday. I remember on a Wednesday night after service, I told this when Pastor Eileen was pastoring. I've done all of my church duties. She preached, she ministered, I caught people. That's what I was doing back then. I was catching for her, did everything I was supposed to do. And at the end of the service, there was just something in me, and, and she wouldn't address it. She knew it was there. Something in me just stirring. Very uneasiness, just stirring. And after the end of the service, I walked up to the edge of the platform and told her, says, I've got to know that God is more than enough. And so, well, I had to get to the altar and pray, get a breakthrough over that. And had some folks gather around. I know Brother Ernie was one of them. Men gathered around and prayed until I got a breakthrough to where I knew. When I got up from off that floor, I knew that God was more than enough. Nothing can shake that. He is more than enough. I don't care if I don't have a dime. God is still more than enough. See, that's where we've got to get to with these different names of God, where it is so settled in us, it is so ingrained in us, that every fiber of our being knows that God is more than enough. You know. And after that, you know, there's a song that we sing, uh, 
my God is more than enough. You know, he, sent, he supplies all my needs. I don't know about you. I'll just speak for myself. But now, when we sing that song, it's like I can feel it from my toes up. And that's because I know, I know that aspect of God. It's because I've got a revelation on it. And that's what we've got to do. Uh, one thing that he brought out in here and it, is that we perceive God to be a certain way based on our past experiences. And not just our past experiences, but based on our culture, based on where we live, how we live. We live in what's called the Bible Belt. That does not make us more spiritual than any other place in the country. Just because we have more churches doesn't make us more spiritual. Doesn't make the presence of God more real here than it does somewhere else. And the reason I say that is because a lot of times in this area, the mindset is I can go to church on Sunday, pay my dues, done what I'm supposed to do, go to church Sunday, Sunday night, and if I'm really good, I'll go on Wednesday, and the rest of the week is mine. Do whatever I want to do, show back up next Sunday, Sunday night, and maybe Wednesday. That is not, not reverencing God. That's a whole warped mentality. And it's because of our culture. That's how we've been raised. That's how I was raised. Go to church. Just go to church. You're good. Go to church. You're good. That's all that really matters. Uh, I'll just even, this is such a big thing about even getting to really know our God. If the enemy comes against our minds to keep us out of his presence. I was praying this morning. I got up, went in there and got on the couch. I'm going to pray a little while before I come to church this morning. You know, I'm, I'm meeting, I'm going in there to meet with God, the creator of heaven and earth. You know, the ruler over everything, the one that spoke in the universe began. I'm going in there to meet with this person. I'm laying there on the couch praying. Next thing, my, thing I know, my mind is off over here. I'm working on something. I'm fixing something. Something I need to do over here. That is not reverence. <laughs> I'm just telling you what was going on this morning. It was, it was, I don't know that I've had such a hard time praying in a long time. But my mind was just, I'd have to just keep pulling my mind back. Just keep pu pulling it back because I'm in the presence of God. Come here, Brother Ernie. Come here for just a second. 
this is what was going on this morning. Brother Ernie's going to represent God. I got up to have an encounter. I got up to talk to God this morning. All right, I'm talking to God. And then, well, a little bit, I'm talking, and he's talking back. He's saying some things back. And then next thing you know, I'm off over here. I'm off over here doing something else. And then I, then I come back, and it's back. And I'm over here, and then I'm back. How long do you think? That is not, that is not reverencing God. And the way that we correct that is we just keep doing what I was saying. The enemy's going to pull us out. But we come back. We just keep coming back. And we just keep coming back. And we just keep coming back until we literally get hooked up and stay. You can sit down. <laughs> yes, he's... He said he welcomes us back every time, and he does. But when we really get a revelation that we're, we are having an encounter with God Almighty, we're not going to let things just keep pulling us away. When they start to pull us away, we're going to pull ourselves right back. We're going to really focus. We're going to really get in and focus on what God is doing. And, uh, We see this sometimes. I'm going to just point this out at the when we have an altar call. When we have an altar call, sometimes uh, some people come down, some people don't. Some people come down, but they stand back. You know what an altar call actually is? It's a call to meet with God personally. You ever thought of it this way? When Pastor Casey gives an altar call and he comes down off of this platform to lay his hands on you and to speak something to you, think of it like this. That is not Pastor Casey. That is God Almighty just walked off the platform in, past, in the form. He's using Pastor Casey's body. He walked off the platform to meet with you right here, to lay his hands on you and to speak to you. Hmm. Does that change your perspective of an altar call? Does that make you want to sit, sit back and not come down when God has invited you? Because that's literally what just took place. God invited you to come down so he could minister to you. See, that's a whole other concept. It's not a, well, I will if I want to. It's the creator of heaven and earth, 
just said, come down here, my people. Come down here, my children. Come down here and let me minister to you. I have something for you today. And when we participate in that, we are reverencing God. 